Hey everybody, welcome back to The Producers, and welcome back to another episode of Coalition Live. Uh, this episode is featuring The Hearst Girls. Uh, fantastic show. With, uh, we, we did the, the live after their Freaky Friday show, so it was a really good, really good energy, really good time. Uh, super, super loved having them on. Uh, go check out their Instagram at Hearst Girls, and if you were listening to this on the day it comes out, October 16th, uh, go check out their show on Friday, October 18th. Uh, it's going to be a good one. They have yet to ever do a bad show, in my opinion, so definitely worth checking out. Uh, also worth checking out is rvacomedy.com. It's uh, the website for the Coalition Theater. You can check out all our shows and classes and everything we have going on. There is uh, so much so often. Uh, we also have Halloween week coming up, so make sure you check out that out. Nightmare on Broad Street 7. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, check out rvapodcast.org if you have any interest in making a podcast linking your podcast with the network or if you just want to see what we are up to it's been a fun year for the network and i'm excited for what's uh coming up uh that's good on plugs let's go ahead and get right into the episode here are the hearse girls so much for being here. This is Coalition Live, one of the only live podcasts you can find in Richmond, Virginia. Bless it all. Uh, I love doing this show. I love uh, featuring these teams from the Coalition or in this comedy scene. Uh, we have a great, great guest for you tonight. We have the Hearst Girls. A couple housekeeping things during this show. Anytime you want to go to the bar or the bathroom, help yourselves. We have plenty of drinks, alcoholic and non-snacks. Help yourself. Uh, the Hearst Girls are a wonderful team. They, they, what they do is they bring a lot of uh, stand-ups to the, to the theater, and they do stand-ups, and then they do their mono scene. Uh, and then I, I'm very happy to say I'm, very, I'm coached by one of them, uh, Amber Hendricks, uh, for Gossip Badge, and we also do a mono scene. So just want to throw a quick shout-out to that right at the beginning. Uh, don't want to wait too long to bring them on because that's who we're here to see. So please help me in welcoming the Hearst Girls! And we are so lucky to be joined by not only the Hearst Girls, but also some of their friends. Yes, have a seat. Get comfortable. We lost one. We lost a friend. She'll be here. It happens. I don't. I don't think she's coming. Hello. We'll just have that seat there then. It'll be. Does mine work? We all work. Oh, okay. It's not supposed to come through the PA, y'all. Oh. Oh, really? I'm eating. <laughs> you can edit that out in post, right? I will yeah, not. I, refu- I refuse. Believe it, I meant it. Chop, 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 chop. First time anyone's eaten on the show. live podcast, maybe, for sure. ever. Uh, hi, everyone. How are you? Hi. Thank you. Doing uh, great. Go ahead and take this moment to introduce yourselves. Okay. Hi, I'm Casey. Hi, I'm Kimberly. Hi, I'm Kirsten. Uh, my name is Amber Hendricks. <laughs> yeah, I'm Ellie Zarling. Why are you guys not giving your last name? That's so weird. Because I'm like Madonna or Beyonce. Exactly. I don't oh, want them to think know it's me. Casey Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Casey Affleck. Oh no. 
Yes, boo. Let's, can we just stop and boo Casey Affleck? Boo! Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's fine, because that's not me. We would I'm never be on an improv team with Casey Affleck, let me just say. Dan, coming hard at Casey Affleck right at the beginning. Well, yeah, he's a yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what, what is do we, want, do we want to get into Casey Affleck right now? What's going no. on? You don't know. I don't even know how I want to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> he's a predator. Who, who was assuming we would want to be on an improv team with Casey Affleck? Like, why do we have to declare that? I mean, because it gets us one step closer to killing Ben Affleck. <laughs> Wow. That was really nice. People who are going to listen to this podcast will never know this, but Kim just got handed a wine. <laughs> and, and he said, because I asked for it. So first lesson, you got to ask for what you want. Oh, I want. All right. Okay. I want a Satan's pony. Uh, is this like the secret? That's the first girl. Satan's pony. Wait, can I get a refill on my Saison? That'd be great. Please. Also, we have to pay the Affleck's 25 cents every time we say their last name on a podcast. How deep are we? Like four bucks? Yeah, like four bucks. So I'm sorry. White men made. don't get reparations. <laughs> That's a good point. So, Hearth Girls, everyone. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> blessings. Timothy, thank you. Wow. You still you, you, you still have an order. You still have an order. Um, what if I what do I get because I don't drink alcohol? We have LaCroix. No. <laughs> I don't drink I don't drink any I have water. Yeah. Wow. By the way, that's your free water for performing during the show. What's wrong? <laughs> I don't know what just happened. What Did somebody happened? die in the back row? Probably the background is vicious, y'all. Uh, so we got the Hearst Girls on the live show. Um, the Hearst Girls uh, are Amber, Kirsten, and Casey. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, yeah. How did Hearst Girls start? I feel oh. like we got to immortalize that. Shavonique yeah. Ellison sent a Facebook message to the three of us. We, we did not know each other. No. I, I knew. Of, of, yeah. You. I knew your like. I knew your first name. I remember receiving the message and looking at who was on it and being yeah. honored to be thought of yeah. among the crew. Yeah, I was um, definitely impressed. Yeah. But I was like, I'm probably ultimately going to want to say no to this commitment. <laughs> but I'm honored to be considered. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure what your last name was because you have a different last name on Facebook. Yeah, I like have um, you know for for opsec reasons uh, use my middle name on on Facebook, and um, so people always think my middle name is my last name. <laughs> I really wish this was a video podcast right now. <laughs> It's, um, everything's fine. <laughs> no, Shamanique sent this message, and she said specifically that she wanted to do a three-woman group um, that was a dramedy, like almost like a sitcom, like you're seeing an episode of a sitcom uh, when you see our show. And um, if it's ever not funny, please know that it's because Shamanique, when she started our group, said it didn't always have to be funny. It has nothing to do with us. <laughs> it has nothing to do with our ability. It has everything to do with Shams vision. And it, yeah, it was absolutely, it's absolutely intentional to yeah. have those dark 
real moments. Yeah, even like sad moments. We don't want to be funny sometimes. No. We're not even trying. <laughs> that is true, though. <laughs> sometimes that is true. Because yeah. we just, yeah. So then, yeah, yeah, that's where it started to answer your question. Yeah. Bonded, sure. liked each other. I decided it was a commitment I was willing to do. And we, we actually got the name because we were doing, um, we, were, we were practicing together, I think for the first time, yeah. and we were doing a, a William Randolph Hearst scene, um, which is a, a staple in improv. Um, and, so and, we're named after William Randolph, not be, Lydia. Well, no, yeah. every, Patty Hearst. Oh, Patty, Everyone yeah. goes, oh my God, like, Patty Hearst. <laughs> 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 no, but I've actually had that many times. Yeah. It's like, actually, William Randolph Hearst. Um, yeah. Her grandfather, who actually had a huge um, empire and actually was, did a lot more than um, Patty. So, I mean. Lydia just came top of mind for me because I binged Z Nation recently and she was in that. So. <laughs> I'm not familiar. We can talk about You it shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, so we, we had a, a, an improv scene with like a, a media tycoon and um, the Hearst Girls was born. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how did you guys get into doing the shows featuring stand-ups uh, as, like, a full show? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, I do. Great. <laughs> Is that why that question was good, because you have the answer? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's a good origin uh, question. <laughs> it's a good, like, uh, you know, starting out question. Um we uh, we did uh, we did our first show. We had uh, an improv team open for us that Kim was on. Dad salad. What? Are you, you serious? Know? No, 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 no. Sorry, our first show. Oh, shit. Uh, I was talking about the showcase, yeah. Our first show is actually, we opened for um, Coalition Boys. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. It, because we all blacked it out. Right, the um, patriarchy. It was our very first show. It was like the first time we had ever done a real mono scene. I don't think we had ever made it past like five or ten minutes in practices. Um, and we had to go on and do like a full 20 and Sham joined us and we did this, um, opener for coalition boys. They believed in us. They wanted us to do this opener for them. Um, they had tiny shorts. Yeah. So coalition boys would wear tiny little shorts. It was like a coalition boy band and they would do like an improvised, like whatever, this isn't about them. Um, they're not on the show. Thank you. And they're they're not even. They're talking far too much about the coalition. I know. (laughs) Fuck them. Um, But thank you for our first opportunity. Um, So we We came out and it was like this crazy, like, it was was not good. It was just like a straight up, it was like fine, but it was like we were in space, but we all didn't feel great about it when we left. I don't know. I remember we got on the stage and we were all like, good about it. <laughs> <laughs> Till right now. <laughs> I don't feel good about anything I do. <laughs> but after that, we got a monthly show slot, yeah. and our first one, we yeah. were still kind of figuring out, like, our vision, who we were, whatever. Um, and we had Dad Salad. I honestly don't remember that. <laughs> but um, I love them, and I love you guys. <laughs> so I'm sure it was okay. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> but I think um, the yeah we revamped right after that. Re- yes, yeah. <laughs> we never had another improv act open for us no. again. <laughs> because you know we were they couldn't beat us. They couldn't. Aww. They couldn't. Yeah, we we don't exist anymore. It's fine. Yeah. 
It was Amber's idea originally. Um, <laughs> yeah, to blame bring up a Amber. Conversation about doing a showcase with stand-ups. Yeah, I think it was actually Mary Jane French, who is now in L.A., but mm-hmm. um, was a comic here in Richmond, who um, had talked to us, or we we I had gone to like an open mic, or maybe it was a. I'm looking at you, Ellie. Sorry. Um, I'll I th- take credit for it. it was, <laughs> <laughs> I remember exactly what happened. <laughs> I was eating a grilled cheese sandwich at Crossroads, <laughs> waiting to go on. And Amber's like, we had this improv team open for us, and it sucked. <laughs> and I'm like, of course, it's improv. Why don't you have stand-ups open for you, but only trans stand-ups? Because what I wanted, I wanted Mary Jane and I to just get, like, 15 minutes once a month open for them. And that didn't happen. <laughs> They were like, what about just female and female identifying? And I was like, why do you even ask my opinion? (laughs) That's exactly how it happened. That's That's the origin story. I have an origin story for everything that involves me. Yeah, I, th- I think we were at a, a Night of a Thousand Bits or something, mm-hmm. and so I met, like, Kate Carroll and Kat Malone and some different folks who were doing stand-up, and I think pretty early on we were kind of adamant that we wanted to feature women. We wanted, and, yeah, like, we wanted something to be different. We didn't non-binary. want to just do another show where mm-hmm. it was just three improv teams or yeah. an improv team doing a something, um, and we wanted it to be different somehow. And for us, I think the three of us do, like empowering or hearing other voices yeah. that are different from our own is really yeah. important to us and we're all three straight white women and we really wanted to do something different but that was also so like a big driver from amber mm-hmm. like i'll have to give you credit for yeah. a lot of that very very amber driven but definitely supported we just like i don't know i think we we talked about it and we were like we have a space like mm-hmm. let's make it a welcoming slot that feels like a show for people who don't necessarily feel like they have a space or a show all the time. Um, yeah. So I, oh, yes, thanks. absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so what, what has been the experience like getting to facilitate this kind of show? Cause I mean, you guys have been doing it for a very long time. So, I mean, you've had so many different standups. So what has it been like getting that experience? First of all, the credit has to go to Amber. 100%. Yeah. Uh, 100%. She, this show would not be here if it was not no. for Amber's organization and her diligence. And Amber. Oh. It's like so true. Amber's the best. Would not be here. Uh, but also, Amber, his, like, she'll go to the open mics and scout mm-hmm. comics and, like, this is Amber, this is your question. Oh. Um. Well, I also. <laughs> I also want to say, she's not just scouting. She is performing a lot. Like, you guys, yeah. do you guys, tonight for the Freaky Friday show, you all did stand up and you all killed. That's called uh, a callback. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so you have been performing in all these. So I just want to give you that. We're all giving Amber credit here, so let's. Give Amber so much credit. No. Um, well, I only recently started performing. But, yeah, I try to go to open mics and, um, you know, we sort of like scout out folks and talk to people, and um, that's been a great way to get performers. And we have people we love to have repeatedly. Ellie's one of those people. Kim's mm-hmm. one of those people. Um, so we've been really lucky. We've had some wonderful performers. It's been a good experience. Yeah, 
Um, usually before an improv set, you would do like a warm up down in the basement or whatever. Um, but for us, we don't do that. Um, we we start mean, cold. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I think watching the stand-up performances is, like, a big part of our warm-up. Um, and hearing the material, like, the different perspectives really helps, like, get us in the zone. And then we obviously we have another tradition as well. Yeah, we transform into trolls. Yeah. That's real. Um, I don't remember how it started. I think we were, I think we were actually attempting a warm-up one time. Mm-hmm. It was um, early. It was early on. <laughs> um, and... I I think we were playing like a morph morph type game, like yeah. a mimicking game, and one of us like, turned into in a troll. troll tree. Yeah, <laughs> and then we all turned into trolls together, um, as you would do, and um, then it just turned into us saying what we wanted out of each show. Um, so we go around. Do you want to do a troll warm up really quickly? Absolutely. Oh. Great. You wanted. Well, I feel Kim, shy. Kim and no, I'm not scared. I'll do it. Do you want to join in on a troll? Do you guys want to join in? I have no idea what you're all talking about. I'll do it. Yeah, you'll pick it up. You'll pick it up. Right. Oh, Sorry, we got to cut you out here. That's fine. That's fine. Can we sit? Come on, 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 show. You have to see this happen. This is the second warm-up we've had performed during this live show. So. Wow. Oh. That's what you we guys do. are joining great ranks. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Who else did it? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck else did it. Who else did it? Was it great ranks? Da Vinci. Oh, right. uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever. We have a Da Vinci yeah, member whatever. in the audience. Front row. And I'll say it to his face. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Where are they now? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Some of my favorite people were on Da Vinci. Oh. You don't have to yeah. kiss their asses, Amber. 
<laughs> so maybe I'm the only one, but what was that warm up again? That's the troll, troll warm up. You guys do that every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. If, we... if only that. Even if sometimes we don't get the time, we still collectively under the exit sign before going on stage go. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> if you hear hissing you. during a, the last stand-up set, that's what we're doing. Is warming it's up. It's not about the stand-up. It's, <laughs> it's it's us. It's about us. It's about us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I guess this next question is directed more towards Ellie and Kimberly. But Ooh. like, what are some of your experiences being on these Hearst Girls shows? I mean, these are again really really great shows that do really great things. But like, what is your experience with that? Or just telling about your experience? Do you feel welcomed? <laughs> I guess. No, it's. I mean, it's a very fun show. Um, I feel like the audience, like what you guys put out uh, for the show, the audience that comes in, comes in is receptive to that, and so it's a very fun audience, especially for someone like me who likes to likes to do things with the audience and likes to engage, and so they're always very open to that, and. Uh, it's just it just builds a fun atmosphere where the people who are coming know what they're expecting, as opposed to being like, "Come to this show," and they're just like, "All right," but they they know what they're going to see. They're going to see uh, strong women doing strong shit, mm-hmm. and then if I'm there, they'll see someone calling them an asshole or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Hearst Girl shows are definitely my favorite shows to do stand up on. Aww. Like. I don't care. I mean, no, I, I love who, whoever books me. I, I love you. <laughs> but I, like, I especially love doing stand-up at a Hearst Girls show. That being said, the Hearst Girls have definitely called upon me oh, yeah. in some dire times. Yes. Ooh. And so I do feel like I have this, like... <laughs> Like, sometimes they mean to have me on stage, and then sometimes they just need to have me on stage. Um, so I think we like to, what do we call me? What am I, what is it? I, um, a pinch hitter? Yes. What is it? Yeah, a pinch yeah. hitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of, because I'm going to go, if I'm in town, I'm going to go to all their shows. Um, That's why you're on the podcast. But, <laughs> but no, there have definitely been times when one of them will be like, could you do five now? And I'm like, uh, no, but yes, I will. I will. I will do that for you because I love you. What she's talking about is we've had some stand-ups um, who've had maybe like car trouble or like something has happened. And at the last minute, we have not been able to get them into the show. So Kim has been called upon to, uh, you know, come give us a tight five. <laughs> And when she says tight five, it means like a loose seven. <laughs> um, and like I said in the show, in the per, in the show we just did before this, a psychic once told me I was here to serve. That really happened, and I am. So. <laughs> We're all always yeah. playing versions of ourselves. So. <laughs> That's the beauty of her girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So the the last few times I've done this show, I've tried to get to everyone's favorite moment from one of the shows, and I never get through it. So I want to get to it earlier. Um, <laughs> I, I want to hear about everyone's favorite moment during a Hearst Girls show. So whoever is inspired first, yeah. feel free to jump in, and we'll go from there. <laughs> Kirsten's looking at me like I should know something. You know, I'll start. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
um, one of my favorite moments, um, it was kind of a whole set. It was maybe the shortest set we've ever done, actually. Um, I don't remember why lights got pulled so short, but we were it glad happens. that that happened. Uh, <laughs> but it was this set where we were worms, or we were, like, transporting worms in space. We were researching worms yeah. in space. Mm-hmm. Close. I had to like breast I had to like breastfeed a worm at one point. Yeah, they weren't doing well. They weren't. <laughs> but we were down to a worm and we were trying to see um, if they had a higher level of consciousness. The survival of their species depended on my breast milk. Yes. Yeah. We, um, we don't try to feed your nipples. But we do. <laughs> Oh, that's another one. Sorry, I'm going to skip. My other favorite moment was, um, I don't remember how we got to talking about my character having pepperoni nipples, but... We don't try to feature nipples, but... But my character had pepperoni nipples. Um, And I remember you guys were talking about, like, did I get teased in school? And I said, yes, in the locker room. They always sang to me, when the moon hits your eyes, that's your nipples. <laughs> and I still think about that moment in the shower when I look at my big old natural pepperoni nipples and I giggle. We did actually wait, have people wait. come up to us. I do have show. naturally large nipples. You have a mirror in your shower, though? <laughs> Don't have a mirror in your shower. Thank you, thank you. How do you know if you're clean? <laughs> um, we actually had people come up to us after that show, though, and thank us for representing uh, pepperoni nipples. <laughs> people don't talk about it enough. Yeah. Well, but it is a weird, fi- like, weird thing, right? Like that women aren't allowed to show our nipples, and so I mean, I think it's a very, it's a very interesting thing to talk about. Women's nipples. I just feel like it's not celebrated enough, you know. So of course it's like, yeah. So so of course it's like, yeah. Hell yeah, let's talk about nipples. Do I take a moment to talk about nipples? No. Okay. Um, I, my favorite set we did was uh, uh, a second best set, maybe like our was it our first one? Maybe Is this the train. Yeah, we were we were waiting on a train. Um, our father was in the Crimean War. <laughs> and, and Casey and I were children, and Kirsten was our mother. Um, yeah, yeah, and it was just it was a lot of fun. It was we did a lot in that train station, and. There was a lot of, like, you know, there was gravitas, like, there's this war going on, you know? I feel like that was the first set where, um, what I think anyone who's watched multiple Hearst Girls shows would recognize to be, like, our classic formula. Um, Ooh, let's get into that. Sort of emerged. Um, so our classic formula would be a series of confessions. Um, <laughs> secrets revealed. <laughs> backstabbing revealed uh-huh. like maybe like it's backstabbing that already happened and now you're seeing the effects of it um a lot of shit coming to light a lot of turning tables changing sides mm-hmm. and showing that that can happen um you know in any error really like <laughs> even early, when you're breastfeeding a worm <laughs> early 20th century 
21st century. Um, also, like, in space. In space. Yeah. Um, another favorite set, we were in a ranger station. Oh, my God. You, you were half deer, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I was a deer that was inside a human suit. It was an infectious deer disease. It was an yeah. infectious deer disease, so we locked you behind a glass yeah. wall. I was quarantined. Yeah, you were quarantined, and we played a lot with that glass wall. There's, yeah, like, of one of my favorite pictures is just, mm-hmm. like, the two of us, like, up against the glass together. Iconic. <laughs> wow. Uh, anybody else have a favorite moment? I'll no, go I should start paying attention at these shows. <laughs> this is new stuff. No, not really. I don't. You know what? It's funny. If I'm in an improv show, I remember every. Like, I can remember improv shows from like 10, 15 years ago. But if I'm doing stand up, it's just like whatever. <laughs> this is garbage. But, um, I, you know what? My favorite show was the one we just had tonight. Ooh. Well, okay, so I'm sucking so up to the audience. Sure, for the podcast, tell tell about that. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh yeah, I did a I did stand up and it was funny. You did a sweat. <laughs> you, did, you, did, you did a sweatless. Did a I did improvise stand up. Sweatless. Uh, like uh, the Hearst girls. I uh, had topics that I did not know what I was going to be talking about, and then I did improv on it. This isn't about what I did, though. This is about the Hearst Girls. No one no, cares what I'm doing. Wanna, right? It's about your we favorite Hearst Girls memory. Doing. My favorite Hearst Girls. You know what? I just love doing this show and, like, hanging out backstage with these guys. And uh, Casey took Improv 101 with me. <gasps> I was her teacher for Improv 101 wow. and stand-up. And um, Kirsten took stand-up with me. Um, and I think I've sent like four words to Amber in my life, so I don't know anything about her. Uh, um, yeah. But the other two are just, um, I'm so proud of everything they've accomplished <laughs> under my watchful eye. Uh, and, you know, no matter how hard I talk them into dumping Amber, they just can't seem <laughs> to get rid of her, you know. Uh, I was like, let's sit beside each other. Like, <laughs> really get to know each other tonight. No, Amber's great. Amber, Amber and I have known each other since Amber started performing here. And, yeah. um, yeah. Oh, thank you. I mean, they, they've all known me. I was here when they all arrived. <laughs> like, everyone on this stage has known me since they've started at the theater. That's true. Um, it's true. But no, That's Amber, and I, uh, Amber and I uh, see the world the same way on a lot of things. And so, yeah, we get along pretty well. <laughs> but she never took an improv or stand up class from me, so she's probably lacking something. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what. She's probably the one that's bringing all these nipples into these scenes. <laughs> I would never teach that. I would say, hey, let's keep it classy. I will say I do almost no object work. So had I taken had I taken a class from you, I probably would. Oh, no. Object work is my word. Like, I make everyone, when I teach, I make everyone do object work, and I tell them, I'm the worst at this. Be better, be better than me. Oh, my God. I do that, too. Yeah. I tell people, be she better does. than she me. Does. And she they does. all fail at that. But <laughs> I tell them. Um, I don't do object work because I want people to focus on what I'm saying. <laughs> Same. No, it's just because I'm bad at it and I forget. Same. My, my go-to is to walk in with a bag and take it off immediately. Um, but and I, everyone goes, ooh, did I you know. see her? And then I'm like, the yeah, don't say I don't do object work. There was a snow globe in that bag. You just didn't see it. <laughs> um, I was in the same stand-up class as Casey. That's how we met. That's how you met? Yeah, I did stand-up oh. before improv. Oh. Um, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. No one can hear you. I, I have a mic. <laughs> Close enough. What'd you say? I 
said jinx. Oh. <laughs> I regret asking you what you said. Um, I missed the first class because I was hungover. Classic. And I was classic like, typical. When I found that out, I was like, dang, I wish she was my comedy buddy. That's cool. <laughs> I, I, I loved my comedy buddy, so it was my name. But, like, but I love, I mean, our love has stand the test of time. Our love is different. It's, it's, it's different because it's consistent, right? It's yeah. different because you're the only ones sharing a mic. Wow. <laughs> we share a kiss before most shows when she comes up on the stage. It's true. You know what? And honestly, today we didn't. And, after- and it felt weird. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like, normally I'm doing stand up and then yeah. we kiss and the crowd's like, whoa. I'm like, it's fine. We're it's friends. It's normal. We're close. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know. know. There's nothing wrong with a little platonic kissing. Sure. It's fine. Yeah. As long as it's, like, actually platonic. Yeah. And that's where some of y'all get it fucked up. <laughs> y'all fucking up. Keep it platonic. Don't twisted. <laughs> We're just friends who like to kiss sometimes. Uh, I wipe my chapstick off, though, so... <laughs> I do want to ask. That's a good. That's a good like segue. Uh, where did the tradition to hug everyone who comes on stage start? Because that's something I never see, but you guys always do it, which I appreciate. But it's something we didn't think about doing at first. It was not like an active like we're gonna hug people thing. I yeah. think it's just a like who we are thing, and then it became a thing, and then we were like, some people might not be comfortable with this. Let's, <laughs> let's tell them. I know, I know for me. There, I can't remember when, but there was a show. Maybe, you hug somebody, and I was oh. behind you, and I was like, I also want to hug them. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it would be nice if I, did, if I hugged them at the same time. And, I, and so I think I hugged. I joined the hug. You joined? I can't remember, but I, I think I would. Um, but, yeah, I, I just remember knowing, like, I'm, I'm going to hug them, too. Yeah. Yeah, we have started um, asking for consent in the green room for hugging. Because yeah. not, every, not everybody's into it. Um, but We're we affectionate always, people. Yeah. We, um, no, that's groovy. We, we should do we, that. We, like, usually have people comment on, like, wow, I don't get hugged when I do stand-ups. <laughs> it, like, dawned on us that we were like, so this isn't normal. <laughs> but to be fair, who would want to get hugged when they're doing stand-ups? Well, a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Depends on the host. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's my point. It's like, yes, yeah. if we're here, yes, of course, it's yeah. great. To, like, I love doing that, but, like, yeah, I'm not going any weird all over mic and just letting yeah, exactly. be like, oh, hey, give me a hug, baby. <laughs> We're like, come off uh, the mean streets, and we will embrace you and welcome you to our stage. And I don't know, it's it's sort of like our our approach to the show. We want everybody to feel like very welcomed and loved, loved. Why did you laugh at that? Um, just the way I said it. Was I, I said it with like authenticity, but like you said it, it was kind of it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that's that. Sure. So, uh, yeah, we hug people, but we do ask. Sure. I think we uh, forgot. Do we get a moment from everyone? You don't have to ask me. Come on. I don't think so. I don't think so. Did everybody give a moment, a favorite moment? One. I mean, I think a few yeah, a of my favorites have already been mentioned, like the worms. But another one that comes to mind was one where we had Catherine um, as our guest, Hearst Girl. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was with Casey. And we... <laughs> 
you 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 didn't know how to throw up. Oh, that was uh, me. No, it was you. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, so yeah, you didn't know how to throw up. I wasn't in this one. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I was challenged to demonstrate how to throw up because it was uh, posited that I didn't know how. Yeah. That I had it confused with diarrhea. <laughs> Well, what I really loved about that show was that Catherine um, did this amazing toilet. She became a toilet. You just had to be there. It's perfect. Yes, perfect. But it was it was a really fun show of like just learning how Amber likes to throw up. Uh, It was (laughs) diarrhea. She, she, she thought vomit was diarrhea. That's what the show was. Boobs and poops. And yeah, this, yeah, this really sounds like a great show. It's like all the highlights are like boobs and nipples out. and puking and diarrhea. And but we're not your we typical improv show. <laughs> Breastfeeding. <laughs> yeah. We did something different. We're empowered women. <laughs> It was just great. It was great object work. It was. Uh, there, I did do object That's why work. I liked it. Great yeah, Catherine. Work. Um, Catherine what did I liked object about work. the worm show is that um, the we had this whole storyline kind of kind of building throughout the show, which like sometimes you're not always going to nail that. Uh, we were nailing it that <laughs> night, <laughs> um, and then they became sentient at the end, and it was like this beautiful moment of the worm, <laughs> the worm crying as we all cried and held the worm, and we were like, this is the perfect blackout moment. Like this is like this. That's show is, what. Yeah, like this show is fucking so good, and then and you did didn't get out. it. That's what it was. It didn't go short. It went long. It yeah. went like way past the perfect blackout yeah, it point. Got, like, oh my god, like <laughs> we, it was like forty minutes, and we were crying. Like, by the end of it. I remember feeling like really, really Exhausted. insane. Yeah, that's before we knew we could end our own show. <laughs> like if we needed to. But now we know, and we still yeah, we do. We've never done it, but <laughs> <laughs> we totally could. <laughs> well, I think we have one more person to get a favorite memory from. <gasps> do we have it from Amber? Yeah. yeah, I said the show just, just <laughs> happened because that's literally all I remember. I said Amber. Oh, Amber. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, it looks like you're looking at me. Oh, oh. And then Amber kind of like did looked this at to you. Me, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. That oh, I have the, the Crimean War show. Yeah, I remember I that. Not Jonathan, you're a bad host. <laughs> that was like just five minutes ago. <laughs> it's been a War very thing. informing five minutes. It has been. I mean, a lot of nipples. I mean, it didn't include nipples or puking, so I can see why you'd forget. <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging. The Crimean War. Our, our papa shows. was in the Crimean War. <laughs> so. <laughs> you had to be there. I might have missed that one. It's okay. Kim, what's your favorite? <laughs> um, as far as y'all performing, there was one where I think it was like a, like a fair or a carnival. And somebody was like playing sure. ski ball. <laughs> oh yeah! And somebody got somebody got mad and like threw the ball at. It was and I was just like, that was cool, man. <laughs> I don't know. And I feel like uh, I don't remember who, but somebody came. One of y'all came up to me at the end, and they were like, "Was that okay?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" There was just like so much grit in that, and it was like the backstories were just like someone had some like weird cultish bringing up or upbringing. Bringing up, wow, <laughs> English is hard. Um, 
You were. <laughs> it was just homeschool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there was like I don't know. I, it was like one of my favorites because it, the characters were so rich and dark and you know fucked up. And um, but as far as me being on the Hearst Girl stage, um, the last one where I did stand up was my absolute favorite time doing stand up ever. So, tell us why. Yeah, come on. Um, because I was really fucking good that night. <laughs> I um, I had a like cute outfit. I had this like white tank top, crop top thing with some overalls on top. Oh yeah, I know. Like, you guys remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. You can't see this, but I'm hair flipping. Um, <laughs> it's like the third hair flippy pad. <laughs> Justified. I got a lot of reasons to hair flip though. Um, no, it's just I. You know, like I said before, her girl shows are always my favorite to do stand-up at. The crowd is always awesome, whether it's, like, 20 people or 50 people or however many. It's, you know, whether it's a time when y'all actually book me or it's a time you just, like, need somebody in a pinch. It's, like, I just always feel, like, comfortable and safe, and I'm, like, I know I'm going to have a good fucking time. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I... I know I write my own jokes, but I told them really well that night. So that's why I was so good. (laughs) Yeah. Take this away from me. (laughs) Well, I guess I I didn't say this up top, but if there's any questions that any of the audience has, like we encourage audience participation. So anytime you want to jump out, feel free. Um, why, why mono scene? What started the mono scene? Because that is the, the Hearst Girl signature. That was from that first Facebook message from Shamanique doing a three-woman monocene dramedy sitcom. Thing. I will say we are not exactly what Sham's vision was. No. <laughs> how, do you, how do you differ from the OG um, vision? So Sham, I think, really envisioned more of, like, like a true, like, dramedy sitcom style, like, multiple characters, like, us playing multiple characters, us doing, like, multiple, like, ins and outs of the scene, and... Um, we just are really comfortable stewing as the three same people for 20 to 25 and, you know, just hanging out on the stage together. So (laughs) that's what it is. (laughs) Yeah. She sent us, uh, some like different three, three person team, like videos, um, I think a group called like Sabonis, maybe like. Um, yeah, a few different, a few different like examples of what she was thinking of. And we just kind of like, you know, I guess evolved into our own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we, it's like so cliche, but we play for, we play for each other. So <laughs> we really do. Like that is sort of the magic and the fun of it is like, I, my goal is to make you two yeah. crack on stage yes. every time. Like yes. I live for that moment when I like make you guys crack. We're like frequently grossing each other out. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's what crack. That's a crack. <laughs> that's when it happens. Grossing each other out. Not, yeah. not even making each other laugh, but just grossing each other out. Well, yeah, they're similar. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> for, a similar for feeling for us and our like sense of humor. They're like basically the same. Somebody actually pointed out to me um, today before this podcast, Mara, where you at, girl? Um, 
that um, she had <laughs> she had learned from me like a classic move for when she cracks, and it was something that I started doing in her girls from when I crack. I like act really distraught and turn around and start beating the wall behind me <laughs> so that I can like hide the fact that I'm laughing, um, and that that has solely developed through playing with her girls because I don't crack otherwise. Sorry to everybody else, but you don't make me laugh. <laughs> Something else that just delights me is when I can elicit an Amber like, oh. <laughs> I say this all the time about, like, our performing, but it's, like, Kirsten and I are doing this, like, intricate dance together the entire time where we're just, like, throwing out information and being overly dramatic and doing so all as, like... We're just, like, twirling the plate higher. Yeah. And And then Amber just comes out and goes, what? And it, like, kills. (laughs) 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 It, like, slaughters everybody. Everybody's like, the little one's so funny. (laughs) and she is like that's what the dynamic i feel like is it's a lot of me and kirsten being extra as hell and then amber just impeccable timing yeah (laughs) yeah i think the martin luther set was my absolute favorite moment oh the martin luther set We're talking about uh, Martin Luther (laughs) the 95 Thesis. We we really enjoy things that, like, go back in history. Yeah, that was probably, yeah, that was 1517. So that would be, I was trying to. (laughs) And so, uh, so what happened with his nipples? (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to think of, like, the early. Don't leave us hanging. (laughs) I don't, he's self-flagellated, so. They were hanging by a thread. <laughs> but I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You were, you were going on about how much you enjoyed our show. <laughs> yeah, Keep was going. A, it, was a, it was a great show. <laughs> Lo- love specifically the blackout line. Yeah, what was it? She shouted Martin Luther. <laughs> I shouted that I was in love with Martin Luther. I, I definitely think we were Catholic or one. something. <laughs> so that's a big no-no. Yeah. Oh yeah, because your improv audience was like, "Wait a minute, Martin Luther wasn't Catholic, right? He like created the schism." Yeah. No one in an improv shows knows what you're talking about. People like this. Do we like, like to consider ourselves incorrect. a welcoming room? But we're an educating room too. We want right. you to like, like walk out having learned something, like how yeah. Martin Luther had the schism, or uh, uh, please explain the schism to everyone. I sure can. <laughs> so Martin Luther posted his 95 thesis on the church yeah, floor at Wittenberg. I remember that. And and it was, what was it called? It was like, it was like Halloween the, 1517. The main, the main problem that he had with the Catholic Church was having to pay, what was it called again? Tithe. Yeah, and so he... Oh, and indulgences. Come on, guys. Too. I said indulgences. And so that... Yeah, yeah so that was he, his that big was, deal. Was and he was like, it. I can't fucking do it. Yeah. And then Henry VIII also used that Yeah, to get a, rid of a, a Catherine a of Aragon. For him to divorce his Catholic wife, Catherine mm-hmm. of Aragon, um, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. illegal. Match. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 But then he started the Church of England, so... Yeah, exactly. Uh, I grew up Catholic. Big, yeah. big dick energy. Yeah. And I'm... <laughs> 
I'm not saying Lutherans are weak Catholics. I'm not. I would never say that. I'd never say that's all I wanted to say is that I wouldn't say that. I Which grew is up why Lutheran, that's my... and I would say like a Lutheran church. If you walk by and it sounds like zombies, <laughs> like that is Lutherans singing. All their songs just like. I'm real ass with y'all. I've left that. Can I, I tell left a, that behind me? Can I tell a quick little story? Sure. So I, I did grow up Catholic, but I'm I'm not Catholic. Um, but I, I can still, tell by the way you say Catholic. Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Such disdain. Well, no, it's. But I still go to church sometimes if I like visit my family, and my grandma's really old, and she's gonna die soon. So I pretty much know I, I'll like do whatever she wants. Yeah. So I went to mass with her recently, and we're sitting front row center because that's where she likes. And it was time for everyone. Oh my God, yeah, you know, yeah. she's like, she's like, I'm, I'm not missing up. out on that communion. And I'm like, all right, bitch, let's go. And it was like time to kneel. So I kneel and I real like, so, okay, so I kneel and I'm resting my elbows on the little like pew. Well, it's not a pew because we're in the front, but like the bar, the little wall, the little half wall in front of me. And I'm pretty much going like this. So what I'm doing right now is I'm resting my chin on my flat. My, my hands wow. are parallel to the ground. And I'm just, like, looking around, like, oh, look at those altar boys. I remember seeing them when they were little. They're so grown up now. Like, okay, go to the choir. What's up? And then I realize a priest is just, like, staring hardcore at me. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't even know you. And I look around, and everyone else has their hands in, like, prayer position. And I'm just like, la di da And I, like, flip him up. And then he looks away. And I'm like, oh, we're praying. I get it. So, yeah, fuck Catholicism. It's fucked up. It's messed up. They don't like women. I don't care what they say. I went hey, to see the Kim. Pope. What? All religions what? are fucked up. <laughs> You're Come right. On. You're right. Come I'm sorry. On. I wasn't being inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. I went on a pilgrimage with my mom because she's um uh she's like she can't travel well alone and so she was like will you go with me and i was like will i go to europe for free yeah bitch let's go um i like how you uh, call the women in your family that's how we talk to each other (laughs) we're reclaiming it just like our time yeah um but we went to see the pope we went to vatican city and it was seriously like worse than any punk show i've ever been to people were like fighting and i was like y'all are not very christian like like people were just pushing it was like gross i was like if i can't like get in the pit and mosh this is pointless because they were getting like really rough that's all i've been to vatican city too (gasps) but i think the real question is what were the pope's nipples like oh they were like so long yes they were like the longest nips i've ever seen like suckling on them to get them so long or do you think they were like made that way no no i think i think that everybody was suckling on them i think that's the problem i can only picture mike pence suckling on them it's all i can picture i never mind i'm not gonna say what i just i don't even know who's pope right now so just putting that out there does anyone know who's Pope right now? Yeah, the Pope is. The Pope is always the Pope. I was going to say, it's, it's, probably, it's probably Francis. Mm-hmm. But he's not. But he's not. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's pretty progressive, yeah, he's pretty progressive for someone who fucking sucks. I'm real honest. From where I'm sitting, not too progressive. 
He's pretty progressive for someone who's not pretty progressive. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Cool. All right, back with Catholicism Live. Uh, so what do you have next for us? <laughs> uh, we've covered so much. Next question. <laughs> we haven't talked about race yet. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, I guess... <laughs> he said, well... <laughs> I guess I, I just want to know uh, what we need to know because uh, what's coming up for Hearst Girls, like what's in the future, yeah. because you guys have built the show into this uh, monthly thing where you, again, feature all these incredible female stand-ups and you guys do your uh, great improv, but like what is coming up, what's next? I mean, the, the Freaky Friday show was, mm. there we go, uh, which, oh, it was really fun. As, as someone who has seen multiple Hearst Girls shows, I loved seeing the, the flipping dynamic. Uh, you guys were all very funny in stand-up. Bless I, you. Thank uh, you. Didn't know we had double threats on stage, but that's... Ooh, triple, thank double. you. <laughs> <laughs> if we're basing it off the eight, I can confirm double. Uh, so, yeah, what, what, what's coming up? What's next? Um, our next show is Friday, October 18th at 8 p.m. Um, we've got uh, Stella Nalo doing stand-up. We've got Samantha Paget, um, Pressman, and then also Lucy Benino, who is a coalition company member. Um, so yeah, we we like feature not only female but non-binary comics, sure. and um, uh, yeah, so we're excited. Be a good show. We have someone in the audience who's going to do the November show. Whoa. Her name is Sarah. Whoa. Sarah is covering their face. Woo-hoo. Oh, don't be shy. Um, yeah, so we're we're excited. Uh, November November ninth, I think we got we got a show on November ninth, which is a Saturday, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. So we we got the year on lock. Well, great. Uh, let's just say uh, last licks here. Anyone else got anything y'all want to say about Hearst Girls or anything in general? I've Who got something these to say. Women? <laughs> no, I do. Wa- I want to say something. Okay. I do feel like I have a really strong friendship with each of these people individually. And I can't think of a trio I've learned more from, like, for my personal life. Like, I... It's it's just insane, like the things the things I have trouble with, and that I, I bring to these people, and I'm gonna throw Ellie in there too, um, there. because Aww. because it's true. Because she's sitting over there like, bitch, you know I gave you advice, and I'm like, I'm like, you're right, you're right. Um, but yeah, I just you know, as a woman of color. There aren't any other four white women I'd rather get advice from. And they've really, I mean, y'all can't see because you're listening, but I'm a mess. And and they really keep me on track and they really help me out with things. So I just, I love everyone on this stage. Aww. You too. You too, Miss Joey. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I mean, I would like, I mean, I would like to second all of that. And as like, like I said, two of these, two of these performers are students of mine. And, um, and you know, I know, I do know Amber. I was just joking earlier. <laughs> but, you know, they know that for me, like, I'm so happy that they're doing such a unique 
show. Like they said, like they they were given videos to watch, and but they've made it their own thing. I feel like that's such an important thing in improv is to bring yourself to it. And uh, also, like asking me to do these shows, uh, like they've it's never been like sec- like a second chance, like a second. They've never second guessed asking trans women on the shows. Uh, this is the only this is the only female only show I've ever been asked to do, and I appreciate that. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh no, I've got a mental checklist. People are on my list. <laughs> you guys are not on my list. Thank you very much. Um, but I agree. Like you guys are you guys are fabulous. You guys put yourself out there, and you're not. Um, you're not just doing what everyone else is doing. You're, like, taking risks. And you've cultivated your own crowd. And as a performer, like, you do have to do things like that. You have to, you have to cultivate your audience. You have to set your audience expectations. Um, the people who come to this show know what to expect of this show. So, like, when you're a comic on this show, you can be yourself because the audience... You don't have to prove yourself to the audience. You don't have to, like, reach a set of expectations. They know what they're coming to see. And that's so important in so many people, uh, not just in improv, in comedy in general, don't get that, that you have to cultivate the audience that you want. And you guys have done that, and I'm super proud of you. Well, Thank you, Ellie. Sure. God. Yeah. Thank you. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think there's, uh, I'll just say, like, I think there's a few people who aren't here who we, again, like, wouldn't have been able to get to this point if it wasn't for the contributions that they gave to us. Obviously, Shamanique being a huge (laughs) beginning of all of it, Um, but also Mary Jane French, as Amber mentioned. Yeah, Um, Kat Malone. Kat Kat Malone. um, Celeste Kennedy was a huge um, help with our tech while she was uh, living in Richmond. I think of other people. There's a lot of other people so as well. People. Um, we've been really lucky to have a lot of stand-ups come back and do the show again, which I feel like is really nice. Like, why do you want to do it again? It's awesome. Yeah, so, that's um, great. I don't take that for granted. So I really appreciate everyone's yeah. help um, in making it what it is. Because, again, like, we watch the, st- the stand-up because it's a part of mm-hmm. our warm-up. Like, our show, our mono scene, wouldn't go on if it wasn't for the stand-ups bringing themselves and their <coughs> vulnerability to the show. So I just really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate the audiences. I mean, every time we have a every time we have a stand-up come in who's like nervous or whatever in the back, I'm always like this is legitimately the warmest room you're ever going to get. Like and that's not like a diss to any other crowd, but it's just like everybody who comes here is sort of like yeah. Like Ellie's saying, like, it's, like, that cultivated crew of people who, like, they know what they're, like, to expect from this show, and they're on board with it, and they are just as, like, welcoming and, like, supportive as we hope that our space would be. So it's, it's nice. Yeah, we've been, we've had great audiences, Mm -hmm. and um, our comics have commented on that, for sure. Yeah. We want to mention Kate Carroll, too, because we... Yeah, she's also uh, another... Sarah Ahmed. Yes. Yeah, Sarah oh Ahmed. Oh yeah. my lord, I'm forgetting people. Just run but, through, run yeah. through the list, Catherine, of anyone who's ever done stand up. <laughs> let's Catherine, list them Catherine out. Michael Schmidt. <laughs> this is the next hour of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Slowly remembering everyone. Susan this Susan is like that Plender tribute Man. list that you see scroll at the end, except it's just me reading off every name. Yeah. As you scroll through like your Facebook my, friends. My brain Rolodex. All the events. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's what we really we really want to like provide a good environment and mm-hmm. like a fun experience for for all our guests. So. Yeah. Well, I guess uh I might be speaking for everyone here, but I think you guys do a really good job of that and thank, thank you, you so much for bringing uh the show that you bring because Blessings. it is a great show and it's a show that 
uh, a lot of people make a point to come to. So thank you for doing it. It's always so great. Uh, let's give it up for the Hurskos, everybody. Thank you. And Ellie and Kimberly, Amber, Kirsten, Casey. Uh, October when? 18th? 18th. October 18th at 8 p.m. Come out and see Hurskos, yeah. everybody. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you for coming out. So fucking great. I'll say it in a mic. Thank you. Thank you. I know. You have to come over. I'll make biscuits. You make biscuits? I'll invite you over. This episode is brought to you by the RVA Podcast Network. Find more information at rvapodcast.org.